having a penis is a gift. Hey, kid, you should try eating those rocks. It's fun. I know I probably smell real good down there. You are terrible, and I want you to know that. You don't need to jack off for it. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner, episode 75 of the program. Stoked you are here. Stoked you are joining us. Stoked you are a part of the show. Uh, as always, I give you the ways to contact the show, to be a part of the show. Um, the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. The voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. Long conversation on Twitter this weekend about what the phone number was, and I was, I was I just sort of glanced through that, but a lot of back and forth, people looking for the phone number, and someone used it to their own detriment, and we'll get to that. Um, also, subscribe to the show on iTunes, and when you subscribe to the show, you should rate the show, you should review the show, you should do everything that you can there, because that helps us promote the show, which is growing by leaps and bounds, thanks to you guys. You guys are early adopters. I don't know if you know that. That's a good position to be in. That's where you want to be in life. You guys are early adopters of something that's going to be very popular, so good for you guys. Uh, and, And then, of course, the Facebook page. Go to Facebook. Like the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, and and then you can be involved. We just posted a little behind the scenes back and forth between Ed and myself as we're discussing topics for the show. You know, we don't just come up with these things off the top of our head. We do deep, deep research to try to find the kind of stuff that you guys want to hear us talk about. And if you follow us on Facebook, if you like our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, you would know the kind of stuff we're talking about behind the scenes. Uh, okay. That's it. That's all. That's all the housekeeping we have to do. Joining me now, as always, co-host of the program, Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing? Good. I uh, I went to a, a concert last night, and it was in Brooklyn. It was in like like the only times I had been to Brooklyn before were yes. Peter Luger's or going to the Barclays Center, and so like areas right around the arena. And you always hear about Brooklyn and hipsters, but I had Williamsburg. Yeah. And I, but I hadn't really just been to Williamsburg, and this is where this yes. – it was – you know, the venue was kind of cool. It was, like, against the water looking back at Manhattan. So it was, it was cool. But I go there, and it is exactly what you'd think, like a, like a hipster. It looked like – you know, I was saying to my buddy, it's like if a beard impregnated a Mitchell and Ness catalog. Like, like good, everyone's yeah. wearing throwback Gary Payton Sonics jersey with a long beard or Latrell Sprewell jersey. It's like, it's, and, and none of these guys look like they know shit about sports and they're all horn rim glasses. Like, it's amazing. It, I've never seen a place live up to a stereotype like that. Like, it was like dudes, every, like dudes every playing person. mandolin. Yes, it was, it was exactly yeah. like that. It was crazy. Right. I'd never seen something like that. Like, who, he, who? if you went to a, yeah, if you went to, you know, if somebody was thinking, oh, we'll go to, go to, uh, you know, a gay area, and everybody was like running around acting stereotypes. chaps. Yeah, it's, it was like that. Brooklyn was exactly what you think it would be. Who, what, what? Can I ask what musical act you went to see? Was it like Eric B. and Rakim? <laughs> it was Run the or? It was Run the Jewels. 
Uh, oh, that's cool. And uh, was sleigh, sleigh bells? Did they warm up for them? I don't. I didn't really know them, but they were all right. And then the big attraction was Nas showed up for one song. Oh, that's middle. pretty cool, nasty Nas. Yeah, he he did uh, made you look, and then he said, you know, with probably like three or four songs to go, and he said, but I'm here as a fan. Like I'm I'm going back to sit down, and like it was cool though. He was, was that's super great. cool. Do Nas and Jay Z still hate each other? Or no, that, that was repaired. Probably a few years ago, five years I ago. I feel like all those beefs were like made up except for the ones where people got killed, like Biggie and Tupac. Right. Those those were legit. Those, those were pretty – Those I'm were sure legit those were problems real. when like Puffy and Biggie set Tupac up to get shot at the right. studio and then he survived that. And Yeah, it was, it was not good. Yes. Well, I'm glad to see you getting out about it. That sounds like fun. Okay. We got some – while we were away, we got some voicemails over the weekend. We should review them now. I do – I – I don't know what's going on in either of these, so you guys can judge for yourself. Um, here you go. What's up, guys and fancy? This is DT in Houston. I just finished the latest episode and uh, wanted to weigh in on the, the men who have to sit to pee conversation. Uh, I'm not completely anti for men to sit and pee, and here's why. When my wife and I first bought our home, we made up a list of things that each of us would do. And my chore was to clean the toilets. And being in my 20s with a bunch of guy friends, I made them sit to pee because I didn't want to touch their disgusting piss when I had to clean the toilet. Now, I will on occasion sit to pee. Luckily, now we do have a maid. And so after she's... Came and things are nice and clean, I will sit to pee. Or in the middle of the night when I'm hungover and have to relieve myself, I will sit instead of stand and scatter my piss everywhere. Great show. Later. Okay, Ed. This is this this actually got much more last week. I thought we, we were just speaking some some standard thing that every guy knows. Yes, and Ed, we got a lot of. I would call this negative feedback. Many, many, many guys out there are sitting down to urinate. Guy, I am in shock. Our boy Sean with his rule of eights. Yes, between eight p.m. and eight a.m., he sits down. Anyone, first of all, anyone that's got those kind of hard and fast rules in life problematic, is suspect. Problematic. Yes, but uh, I mean, sitting to pee for half the day. Uh, this a couple things I liked about this call. I think he said his name was DP in Houston. Right. I like this call. First thing, his he he alluded to the fact that he his buddies. I assume like he'd have his buddies come over and his buddies must be monsters that they were just urinating all over everything just pissing all over everything and i assume he must be like in a big imposing guy because he ordered them yeah. to start sitting to pee and they did if you're, right if your buddy told you to do that absolutely not do you do you remember the uh Chappelle show, show sketch where he did the mad real world and there was one white guy and all black people yes, so, and, good, so good and charlie murphy goes from now on you sit down when you pee <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I'm so imagining good. one of those scenarios. I also like that DP later sort of humbly brags that he's got a maid now to right. do it. He's like, he's like, now the maid comes hey, and takes this, care of this it. This isn't 1960. Like, maids are they're, they're <laughs> oh, rather right. commonplace. I suppose we all sort of have maids. Um, I will say this. 
Yeah, I, like as you get older, I, I notice it's a little more difficult. I don't want to get too graphic here, but it gets a little more difficult as you get older to to handle the dribble situation. But you just t- have a look. Like, make sure if you made, if you dribbled a little bit, you, you can clean that up pretty easily. I, I think, I think having a penis is a gift. When it comes to urinating, you don't have to. Absolutely. You don't have to bend over. You don't have to sit down and get up and. Work your knees. You can just stand there and fucking aim. You have a, a piece of equipment to aim. You're wasting a gift. That's absolutely right. I, I just point mine in the right direction and let it go, and I admire it. I just give it a look. I just say, hey, that's doing, nice. You're doing, you're your doing, gr- there, doing great, big guy. Doing great. Okay, we have, uh, one more email, and this is from someone I believe I saw on Twitter. I think this is Alex in Clearwater. Mm. I don't know. It's from Clearwater, and Alex is the only person I know that listens to us in Clearwater. I could be wrong, and if I am, I'm sorry, but because this person right. is wasted. <laughs> he is. Okay, well said. I mean, I can't really argue with that. El- Mostly eloquent. I couldn't. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I I didn't understand really any of that. I, I think I got none of it. None. There's something about Google involved, and uh, I, I don't wow. know. That's um, way more than I got out of it. Very much appreciate the correspondence, though. Okay. Um, and if you want to reach out, much like, and I believe that was Alex, and if it wasn't, I apologize, but we have two listeners in Clearwater. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, uh, if you want to reach out, you are welcome to do that. If you think you can top what just happened right there, yeah. give us a call, 949-464-TBLS. Ed, we also have some emails. People reach out to us. They have questions. we got a whole bunch of them, so let's just blast through these. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. First email is from Thousand Steps. Thousand Steps says, short but sweet, does Maria Bellows' hotness get diminished by the fact that she was teabagged by William H. Macy? Ed? <laughs> Absolutely not. For one, I think he's referring to the movie The Cooler. Great movie. Great movie. And great cast involving one of my Twitter friends, Sean Hintosi. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah, but look that at name you names. But anyway, uh, I kind of love her more because, like, it, it's kind of that attainable thing. I mean, she's hot, but, like, yeah, she was, she was doing a service for poor down-and-out Bill Macy in that movie. And I like it. I like when a hot chick is with a slubby guy, because then you're like, oh, I'm in. Absolutely. To- couldn't agree more. Also, she was playing a character. I mean, they weren't, right. they weren't dating that's, in real life, right. because as we know, just when you thought Maria Bello couldn't get any hotter, she announced that she's now a lesbian. Oh, yeah. She's very hot. There's just really, there's, she's, there's just nothing she could do to be any hotter because she's just yeah, the, super the, hot. The cheerleading scene in uh, History of Violence. A history of Violence. I mean, just she, she really goes for it. She's super hot. So, uh, Thousand Steps, the answer is no. no. Uh, next email. Ed. Oh, this is, more, uh, this is more people talking about sitting to pee. Ed, at age 39, you do not have to go to, oh, this is about weddings. You do not have to go to any more weddings, period, unless it's your choice. You accomplish this by targeting the wedding of your least favorite person slash family of on your wife's side. 
tell your wife you will attend, but with the deal, you will not attend any further weddings. So this is like, yeah, going into prison and punching the, uh, the badass right, that's right. in the face. That's right. Look, that's right. I, I, I think I was misunderstood my pre- in the previous podcast. I, I don't get dragged to weddings. This was, no, you don't. This wedding last or two weeks ago was my own family, and I had skipped countless, and I've got a 92-year-old grandmother there that I would just feel bummed if I skip this. No, wedding. I think we made that clear. You guys go to weddings separately. Right. I, and that I, was, that was the gist. I of was the racking my brain. I think the last wedding I went to with Michelle was about five years ago. My buddy got wow. married. Hero. Yeah. Hero. So I don't, I don't get dragged. I, yeah, I think you're on the same page. We thank you for that. Chuck from Texas. Next email. I wanted to thank you both again for the podcast. In addition to making me an expert on things I need to be an expert on but have no interest in, i.e. pop culture and The Bachelor, <laughs> you guys also entertain me on a weekly 90 on my weekly 90-minute drive home. This week I had off, but again, you guys saved me as today I had to go to Chuck E. Cheese oh, for a niece's birthday party. No. As her only uncle, I was told I had to be there, but no one said I had to be sober. So I prefontained it, put in my earbuds, sat on a game, and listened to the show to remain. What a helpful uncle! (laughs) Hashtag Team Current episode. I mean, he was he was technically there. Yeah, he Uh, he 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 fulfilled his end of the bargain. Yes, he wants to weigh in on the million dollar baller battle, which we'll get to later. He said for the million dollar baller battle this week, it's a no brainer. In my family, we have four kids under the age of four, so give me the choirs. It's already noisy as fuck at our Thanksgiving, so it can't get any worse. But if there's a chance the singing gets those kids to shut up a little bit and I get a million dollars, sign me up. Take care at Super Lee. We appreciate it, Super Lee. Next one. Wait, wait, I got one thing because yes. he, he reminded me. I took my son to. Uh to a party at one of those bounce places, pump it up oh, yes. on Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. they had a song where the kids are singing about ice cream cake or something like they get all the kids riled up before they send them into the bounce room. And yeah. in the song, they're like, yeah, tag team here to sing about ice cream cake. And I was like, tag team. And I Googled tag it. Tag team back again. Whoop, there it is. Yes. That's what they're doing now. They're singing about ice cream cake and pump it up. Uh, okay. Right. We appreciate it. Super Lee. Um, and then writes a bill, weighed in. He weighed in a few times. First off, only under dire circumstances should any men sit down in public stalls. No, obviously. Of course. But in the comfort of your own home, sitting down is acceptable for any kind nope. of need. Nope. Number one, number two, sharding. Easy bill. Even a patented Beckner tummy ache. The reason is to get some well-deserved quiet time. There is no level of parenting or retribution for husbandly fuck-ups that can override when a man says, I've got to go. Men have an automatic DEFCON 5 that excuses them from anything, mostly because nobody wants to deal with the olfactory aftermath. Easy there. So in public, absolutely not at home. Any chance you get, thanks. You guys are doing the Lord's, Lord's work, writes a bill. And I think that's most people's... It's laziness. It's act when to me it seems like more work yeah, to, 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 to take, take all, your pants yeah, take down. Your and pants sit down. down. I mean, you've got just you've got a zipper and you don't even have to bend over. Like it's it's amazing. Yes. I mean, you've been given a gift and you're ruining it if you, if you Abs- don't. Absolutely. Another one. Gents, I've worked oh, this is also from Rights of Bill. I've worked in a couple places that will have more than its fair share of older men, the sixty and up demographic. I don't know if they have been molded by Saturday morning superhero TV as a kid. But they have a warped sense of self-worth. The issue is, numerous times, I will walk into the men's room to see these older guys at the urinal. But they aren't holding things, quote, close to the vest, so to speak, in the name of discretion. 
they've got their pants hanging way low on the yeah. waist, often at plumber's crack levels. Ed, what do you think about this? Old guys just dropping sack, just showing it off. It's it's it, You hit a certain age and you don't give a fuck. There, Is that correct? There's something beautiful about that because like the world needs more people who are who are not afraid to just be who they are. But the problem is old people are such assholes because they, they, they take it to the extreme where they now think their their opinion and the way they do things are the only way to do something. And so they're, right. they just are complete belligerent assholes. And like nobody – we've all been to a men's room where like you just walk in, you see an old guy who's going like pants at knees while he's yes. pissing. It's like I don't need to see upper thighs of a septuagenarian, see his like what gross about, legs. What about the old guy move? Where he goes dong out. He's wearing shorts and he just hikes up one pant leg a little bit. <laughs> and, he and he goes down the leg? Yes, goes dong out of the leg of his shorts. Have you ever <laughs> seen that in the public restroom? <laughs> no. It's, and I've seen it and it's only old guys that do it. And I always go, I wonder if I'm ever going to be old enough that, that I'm going <laughs> to desire to do what that guy's doing right there. I mean, we talk about the laziness of like not wanting to do this or that. Like that's the ultimate laziness. So they're not doing anything with their pants. They're just lifting. Yes, exactly. No, they don't want to. And there's no way, especially as you get older, we, like you talked about like aim and stuff, like half that's going on your leg. Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, they must be really good at it. I don't know, but I would assume so. Yeah, I just, I just flop it out there. I just undo. I don't stand too close. I don't stand real far right. away. Obviously, I triangulate the far, of course, the furthest distance of away I can be, and choose that urinal. That's that's man yeah, code. Yeah, I mean, knows that. Right. You you become a somewhat of a phys a physics expert after. After you reach like uh, I don't know, probably about seventeen, eighteen, you start knowing about splashback, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, and I feel like they can engineer that better. It's it's hard, you know. You got a good stream yeah. going. It's yeah. the the splash can be a problem. Okay, one more email. Hello, fancy Brian and Ed. I was a bit dismayed to realize that I missed celebrating the thirtieth anniversary of Ferris Bueller's Day Off on June fifth. I believe the same milestone was passed recently for the Breakfast Club. I believe you at the Baller Lifestyle to be foremost authorities on notable fictitious anniversaries ever since your groundbreaking epic podcast celebrating the karate kid slash all valley karate tournament please let us let me slash us know if there is a notable one coming up so that i can properly prepare thanks for the great hours of entertainment and then he's he, this is from len and pa he's he's hashtag team current episode mm -hmm. he's hashtag team friday facts he's hashtag team australian babysitters which i'm not sure what that okay. means okay and he's hashtag team distrust people who wear sunglasses, oh, which I feel like my guy. Yes, he's a, he's an Ed's camp. Ed, I feel like he's given me too much credit because I don't know any of this shit. I don't know anniversaries. I don't remember two months ago, much less what happened yeah. in movies I saw when I was 10. But you, my friend, yes. you know all this shit. Tell me what's coming up. Is there any okay. big anniversary that we need well, to be aware of? One will be show-related. One will not be show-related. But I also, I also know, yeah, the other day, it was kind of cool. I looked at it. They figured out the exact day Ferris Bueller took off based on – Claudel Washington's foul yeah. ball, and they figured out it was like just the other day. But I don't know why I know this, but uh, in the movie One Crazy Summer, I know when they hand out flyers for Cassandra the Do Drop In, uh, it's August 1st. So, whenever, I don't know what year that was, but a a August 1st is the day of One Crazy Summer. But <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is One Crazy Summer Demi the Moore. one where Demi, Demi Moore's got to race a boat? 
Yes, Cusack. Cusack's got to beat yeah. the guy, and Freddie, the future Freddie Rumpson, Bill Murray's brother, is his like right. is his like fat buddy. Yes. Wow. Joel Murray, I believe, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You have some knowledge. Okay. Um, what are, the, what are, the, are some dates sh- to look forward the to? The show-related one is, I think, in the fall, we will do something commemorating Future Day, which yeah. in October of this year, it will be officially 30. And on Facebook, like every every couple of months, you see some idiot post like, hey, it's July 29th, 2012, that's the future date. No, exactly 30 years from 1985 will be this fall. So, And we'll do something on the show. You're talking about Back to the Future. Yeah, Future Future Day from Back to the Future. Uh, Okay, yeah, Ed, you are are a repository for all that kind of information. Okay, excellent emails. I appreciate all the correspondence. Like I said, reach out to us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. If you did so this week, we do appreciate it. Ed, this is a sports talk show. We are sports talking guys. Tell me, what is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to know? Former NFL tight end and goon Jeremy Stevens spoke to the media to defend his wife, U.S. national team goalie Hope Solo. Stevens called the media firestorm surrounding Solo's domestic, domestic violence charges a witch hunt. Last week, ESPN's Outside the Lines examined the police report from the night Solo was arrested, which I think we talked about where she attacked her nephew. Apparently, the belligerent and intoxicated Solo repeatedly smashed her 6'8", 280-pound nephew's head into the floor. (laughs) The guy is enormous, and she destroyed him. Uh, Once police arrived to intervene and arrest Solo, the goalkeeper lashed out at the popo by saying, you're such a bitch. You're scared of me, and you know that if the handcuffs were off, I'd kick your ass. She insinuated the two jailers were having sex and called the officer a 14-year-old boy. Ryan, considering Stevens only had one rape ac- accusation, five DUI or reckless driving charges, one felony, felony battery charge, and one domestic violence accusation the day before he married Solo, shouldn't we take his word for it and just call this a witch hunt? Absolutely. You know, didn't Jeremy Stevens have that touchdown in the Super Bowl when the NFL fixed it for the Steelers that they they took away? They said he pushed off or something. Was that not him? I he was probably on that team. I he don't, was. I, don't I think know. he caught a touchdown and they and they waved it off. They they called a penalty and took away the touchdown. So at so at some point that was like the height of Jeremy Stevens. That was like the only but he time was, he was a goon at University of Washington yes, too. Like, yes, he's, I mean he he was one of the true goons. He's a bad guy. But they're a perfect couple. They're totally deserving of each other because she's a horrible person and she's basically the perfect weapon. Like they should like SEAL Team Six should recruit her and teach her not to be quite so mouthy because she is really she could be a killing machine. I feel like she look could at the be size trained. of her nephew. The size of yes. her nephew. Well, she's big. Like she's a big woman. She, she's big, but not, six, she's not eight, six eight. Yeah, six eight two eighty. That does that. You don't beat people like that up. No, she threw him down. She bashed his head into the concrete. Like she really and and I remember what it happened. The kid was terrified of her. He was, like, living in fear. and She had a gun. Yes, she had a gun. He had a gun, and she was like, no, not that. And she, Yes, she she was taunting him. She took it away from him. She did not give a fuck. And it was like a family birthday party. 
Yeah, it was, yes, his mom's birthday, I think. Yeah, that she showed up wasted to. Yeah, Hope Solo, she's the perfect weapon. I feel like we're not utilizing her properly. Also, like, she's so embarrassing for the women's soccer team. Like, why don't they just get a new goalie? I don't understand. Like, just... And in in these scenarios, I mean, maybe she's a great goalie and all, but like... But couldn't there be like one A? You know, the next person yes. is there that much of a drop off? I mean, this this person is a maniac. She absolutely is, and it's like they can't get rid of her. You know, if she's this annoying in the press when you hear about her, uh. imagine like being on the bus with her, like <laughs> on the team. She probably never right. in the locker room. She probably never shuts the fuck up about. She's got lots yeah. of opinions on. Everything. Oh, and they didn't score enough goals <laughs> and all that. Like, yes, oh. yes. She cr- critiques everybody's ability, and if you talk back to her, she just sucks you in the mouth. Hope Solo and, is the perfect weapon. Yeah, she she really is. Okay, what else is going on in the world of sports, Ed? Last week, many Mexican sports stars and even the coach of the national soccer team took to social media to support the Green Party. But before anyone starts feeling warm-hearted over athletes' certain love for the environment, it appears that the support was due to the party bribing athletes and pop culture icons for their support, a strict violation of Mexican electorate ethical laws, uh, electorate, ethical laws sadly for the green party they learned that twitter support is about as useful as a screen door in a submarine and they only receive seven percent of the vote <laughs> brian the big question here is who the hell knew mexican politics had ethics laws of course yeah i didn't know there were laws what i didn't, what? Know, I didn't know there were laws in mexico period they've got they've got cartels running entire provinces or whatever they call yes they're the there. cart the drug people the narco traficantes are literally in charge of the country. They run it. And so, like, in terms of Mexican corruption, like, where does this rate? It's, like, so far down the list, you, can, you can't even see it. Poor, poor Green Party's just like, hey, like, maybe we could try to do something positive if we get some athletes behind it. Right, yeah. Pay. And it was, like, not that much. Like, these guys are probably get, taking so many kickbacks and bribes everywhere else, and it's, like, probably not even that big a deal. Let's cry. Let's uh, beat up uh, the uh, Ralph Nader of Mexico. <laughs> yes, but could you imagine, like, if you're sitting home and it's like the next day's the election, and you're like, God, I just don't know who to vote for. I wonder what Landon Donovan thinks about this. <laughs> like, who who's like? I, I wonder what Ben Roethlisberger has to say about yeah. uh, you know the yeah the or, or yeah or pop culture people like yeah. What the Game of Thrones stars think about who I should vote for in the next round? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> who cares? Oh, who cares? Uh, okay, Ed. Canada. Mm. Canada's up to some nonsense. We just went south of the border. We're about to go north. Yes, of the, the Great White North. Headline: People in wheelchairs are having great sex. Better sex than a lot of people are having. Toronto to host. Massive, world first orgy for disabled people. <laughs> Ed, an orgy for disabled people is poised to take off in Toronto, and it has been described as bringing down the Berlin Wall of sex with disabilities. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, put that wall back up, please. <laughs> I, I think I could speak for all of mankind. Yes. The event, which could well be a world first, I would I would argue that, yeah, it is, is a momentous occasion for its organizers and for thousands of members of the disabled community. Ed, get ready for this one. Okay. The, quote, deliciously disabled sex mm. night will be hosted in a theater, Canadian spelling, 
in the Canadian city and the organizers are supplying everything necessary to make it an accessible night for everyone. Ed, aside from genital herpes, is there a more disgusting two-word phrase in the English language than handicap orgy? (laughs) I did read one thing where it said it's $20 to enter or free if you're a caretaker, which... Can you, is there anything worse? Some guy is pushing a wheelchair and then he's just got to prop up his person and then just like a logistical nightmare. Like yes. they probably have to get involved yeah. with like getting positioning right. right. And, and like, what's the best case scenario for those people? Like they get to look at their phone and like smell and hear weird things. Like that's the best. The worst case is like just hearing. Hey, Gord, you, would you mind picking me picking me up and putting my balls on the chin of that hose head over there? <laughs> hey, look at the tits on that one over there, yeah. eh? Hey. She looks pretty good. Hole. Hey, I'm the I'm the quadruple amputee. You know, you should be happy. You got your legs. Go put me over on the face of that man over there. I mean, it's it's what like Orgies in general are pretty gross, and I and I feel like ah, disabled 125 people. 125 people. Yes, disabled people disgusting. should be allowed to have just as much sex as they want, yeah. but but at, by no means should large conglomerations of any kind of people be collected in one place exchanging bodily fluids. I mean, it's just not you, a pretty sight. Have you ever went gone to like a, a basketball game where at halftime they have the wheelchair basketball? No. And Oh, they they do that at like Knicks games and different things, and like if the the wheelchairs collide, like it's it's a problem just unlocking the wheels yes. and stuff. Like, hundred twenty five person orgy, like my god, it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be so noisy and just clanging and <laughs> even if I mean a, a straight or or a, a, a able bodied orgy yeah, is a disgusting gross. thing. Like that's the disgusting thing isn't that they're handicapped, but like it's going to add to just how much time it takes to get everything done and the poor caretakers. That's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, well much scenario. like able bodied people. Like you picture an orgy, you picture like porn people, like porn stars. Like yeah. you're like, oh yeah, these like hot people getting together. That's not who has orgies. No, it's disgusting people. No. It's the people you don't want to see naked. And the same goes, it's not the hot yeah, <laughs> amputees getting together. It's not the hot spina bifida group. It's yeah. <laughs> it's the really, really unfortunate, yeah, unattractive it's, it's guys who look people. Like, guys who look like Dennis Rader, right? The uh, BTK guy, <laughs> but he's missing an arm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, good. We'll, ha- we'll have to find out how that handicap orgy turned out. Okay, Ed, I don't even know how to approach this next story. I'll just read it. Ed, are you familiar with the game Magic the Gathering? It doesn't even sound like it's phrased correctly. Magic the Gathering? Magic that, no. colon no. the Gathering. Oh, oh, like it's weird. Star Trek A New Hope, kind of Star Wars A New Hope it's thing? We- no. Well, I'm I just mean, saying, like what the but, like, phrasing, what, the colon, yes, the like, colon, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. No, let's but not, I no to 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 shorten it up. Let's no, not get let's no not get hung up on the on the phrasing here. I didn't know about. It's weird that you brought this story because I was just having a conversation with someone who happens to be a listener this weekend, and he was really going in depth trying to explain to me this phenomenon 
of Magic the Gathering, and it's like this. <laughs> what you're hanging out with with Magic Gathering people? I didn't know it. I mean, I was, he's a nice guy. He's this, a cool dude. Is this like is this Dungeons and Dragons? It's yes, it is. It's like that. It's where and I, I oh. still don't understand it, and I feel like I could take a college course on it, and I still wouldn't understand it. But it's like a game where it's like cards that are like Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, if 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 this turns into the same thing where we had a bunch of guys in support of sitting down while peeing. If this becomes a, a no, thing where people are... I don't feel are, like our listeners are Magic I'm, the Gathering. I'm, qu- I'm quitting the podcast if we get a lot of Magic the Gathering. So supporters. the bottom line is you collect these cards. So pick, okay. if you know baseball cards, right? Yes. It's like that, but nerdier. It's like baseball cards with like made up characters on them. But the thing is, is that you like collect, you like make a collection and that's called your deck. And then you play a game... And I'm not really sure of the, but they host like big money tournaments and you bring your own cards and you play against other people. And if you, so it's a gambling aspect. Of there it. is gambling, which you would like, but it's, it's, um, if your deck, if you have better cards, you win or something. I don't know. Like certain cards have more power than other cards. Well, some dude in like Virginia got his cards swiped. And he had like a nerd rage and the, the cops had to set up like a nerd sting to get – because his, his deck of cards were worth like thousands of dollars. And of course, these dopey thieves didn't know the value. So they were just trying to like sort of – they're like, oh, I think we can sell these. So they tried to sell them. And that's the thing about Magic the Gathering is like it's a tight-knit community. So if they're like, whoa – I've seen that level three wizard before. Don't you're not trying to pass this off as yours? That you know, like this is <laughs> nerd justice. Yeah, this is like Steve over in Roanoke. This is his card. Like people know <laughs> whose is what, and so apparently they they ran a sting on these guys and they they caught them. They caught the guys that the guy got his cards back. His very it was thousands of dollars worth of a deck that he had. They caught these guys. And they're going to jail. Like they're, they didn't realize that this is like a grand theft situation that they stole these little trading card <laughs> things. I, I'm just in shock. So, Ed, my question to you is what's more surprising? That this guy has amassed a collection of fantasy playing cards worth thousands of dollars or that anyone involved in this story has had sex at all? <laughs> no chance anyone's had. There's no way. And I, I think – we should do an interview with your buddy who's into this because that would be that Ed, would be Ed, interesting. And I was I'm very fascinated, but I guarantee you're a little smarter than me. And I was not like super sober at the time, right? But I did I couldn't I couldn't comprehend it. Like it's not it doesn't it doesn't exist I mean, on a level that I can understand. No, and <laughs> you're just talking about the sting and how they do it. Like you think about movies that they have a sting like the great movie the sting yes with redford and newman yes. or like or like you know oceans 11 or these ones where there are these like casinos and things this this type of sting happens at a card convention right like the That's saddest exactly right. this is the saddest like i can't imagine there are people that are willing to talk to the newspaper to have their their names in the story ed like what who would want to even be a part of this ed from the story the hasbro game invented in 1993 doesn't okay. exist in some extra obscure corner of the basement dwelling gaming community. It's a two 
$150 million a year brand with about Jesus. 20 million players and fans worldwide. And those players are very, very passionate about their cards. I I mean, I think I can understand the, the sheer numbers because I think I told you I had an internship in college and one of the guys I interned with was like a hacker. Like he right. was... He was right. part of like these weird inner circles, and so I, c- I could see that there are that many nerds out there. But like, I honestly have not heard of it. I hadn't either. For, I, for to be this big, I hadn't heard of it. I didn't realize. And my thing was, and I still don't quite get this: if they just if they make the cards, like why can't they just keep making more cards? Like, doesn't that affect the value? But I guess they don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. This, I don't know Ed. Really it's, bad. It's beyond me. Okay. Uh, also this week, Ed, um, SpaceX. This is more our type of story. Yeah. Pornhub launches $3.4 million crowdfunding campaign to shoot porno in space. Never one to pass on a gimmick, and we've learned that via the Coolio soundtrack before we've talked about Pornhub. Never to pa- one, That's right. Never one to pass on a gimmick in the service of catering to your naked lady fetish. Pornhub is attempting to crowdsource $3.4 million to film what would probably be the first ever sex in space. The project's Indiegogo page explains in detail, citing great minds and brave souls like Columbus, Galileo, <laughs> Da Vinci, Ford all of whom who totally would have done it on camera, in space, given half the chance. A couple things here, Ed. First of all, like, why do they need to Indiegogo this? Like, these porn companies are fucking rife with cash. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense why, but I, I do know they make tons of dough. Tons of money. But, Ed, I'm more concerned about you. Will the effect of zero gravity have any influence on your well-documented aversion to visible porno dong, or will you continue to avert your eyes and or fast-forward to a less cock-centric portion of this intergalactic fuck flick? Right, you always skip to the midpoint because that first section is just dick-sucking. Yeah. It's terrible, right. terrible. Right. Oh, yeah. But you're not, yes. <laughs> always skip to the middle. <laughs> Do not bother at the beginning. Like, we get what's going to happen here. Uh, um, uh-huh. But I just wonder if they're using crowdsourcing to do this. And that would imply, like, if somebody's going to pony up to watch this, that means it's a fetish, which I'm just thinking, space, like, space. how how would you how would you know that you have this fetish? How would you be that interested to donate money when there's so much free porn on the internet? I agree. I totally where, agree with you. Where is this fetish? Is, is this something people are asking for? Know. They're Space they're telling porn. us we need this. I I don't know. It's I'm not really into. I don't like too much story in my porno. I really don't like any kind of like porn parody at all. Yeah, uh, I, well, I, I've I've never watched anything but free porn for years. Now. Right, right. But those are the like clips from the. I mean, it's Pornhub. That's a free porn right. Right. place. Right. right, like that. This is where you'd be able to see it. Like they'll, you know, it'll probably be in clips. You'll have to watch it scene by scene. But if they get their three point four million, also like who's giving them the ship? Like, is this a Richard Branson thing? <laughs> That's right. It's on the uh, Virgin Space Mobile. Yeah, Elon Musk, or you know what they probably got to do? Russia. 
Yeah, that's true. The cosmonauts, they have nothing to do with yeah. this kind of shit. Yeah, space tourism. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that pans out, Ed. Okay. It's time. We've had a lot of feedback on last week's. We need to get into it. It is time for the Million Dollar Baller Battle. Okay, last week, Ed, we discussed the heroic band of Pacific Northwest homeless who enacted their own brand of hobo justice by tipping over a porta potty when its occupant refused to stop masturbating with the door open. <laughs> and that led us to the. That I'm just thinking about that, like banding together. We did it, guys. Yeah, we all. Yeah, it's, we, it's not often you can get homeless to team up. You know, they're usually on their own plan. You know, they're not. I feel like homeless are usually fighting other homeless. I don't think they usually take up each yeah. other's causes. Only thing you can count on with homeless people is that they have a full head of hair. That's true. Dirty. That's it. Full head of very, very dirty hair. They uh, never, never are bald. Al- never. Also, last week, Ed, we learned about the singing duel. And you're a guy that's been known to frequent Broadway musicals, so you you would be very familiar with this. There was there was a sing off, a singing battle that took place in a LaGuardia Airport terminal between the casts of Aladdin and the, the Lion King. Oh. Two, I've never been to a Broadway musical, but I would imagine that's two of the most annoying ones that exist. Um, so we we wondered. For a million dollars, would you rather eat your entire Thanksgiving dinner in a porta potty or between in the middle of a sing off between the cast of Aladdin and I'm and not this is not doing one song. The cast of Aladdin and the Lion King would have to they would have to sing the entire for your entire Thanksgiving meal. And they're just going back and forth? Just back and forth. Are they both singing at the same time? It's it's a sing fight, Ed. Uh, Okay, some people weighed in on this. Uh, Million dollar baller baller battle. To me, it's pretty easy. While eating around the cast of two Broadway shows would be annoying and insufferable, it's not nearly as bad as eating in a -a Portageon. The Broadway folks are usually fairly attractive, and while they might belt out a choice number, they don't smell like shit. And the heat. My God, the heat in those Andy Gumps is horrible, not to mention the possible typhoid you could catch. Have you ever not seen diarrhea at the bottom of those things? I'm pretty sure you both will concur with my opinion. Late, Alex. Another one, Ed. This is the easiest million-dollar baller battle question yet. Only sociopaths would even think to chew gum in a porta potty much less eat anything. And only the most depraved serial killers would eat an entire Thanksgiving dinner in a porta potty because I'm neither a sociopath nor a serial killer. I'll take the Lion King singers. That is from Ish. Ed, do you want to weigh in? It, it, it is... I mean, porta potties are the worst. I hadn't... I hadn't Frequent, frequented one in in uh, long enough that I had forgotten how bad they were. Last night I had to go in one. Yeah, not good. The smells are really uh, bad. I, but I, is this in New York? You're assuming City? You, you went in New York. This City was Florida this Florida? was at that concert. Yeah. It was an outdoor concert, yeah. so like one of those, not good. Yeah, but we're assuming it's not getting pushed over, right? Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it probably is the the porta potty is worse, but is there anything more annoying than theater people? Like people, no. they're real enthusiastic and they're in your grill and they're just not going to let go. They're not, they're going to want to make eye contact. Like they're going to be the type of people who, while they're singing, are going to duck until they like make eye contact with you. And I told you the horrible time, probably fifteen years ago, when I had to go to rent. That's when right. I, That's right. The time where a lot I of songs about I aids and counting. Yeah, yeah, counting. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of minutes and seconds and stuff. Awful. And and I remember just just sitting there with Michelle and just leaning in halfway through that counting song and saying, I'm never going to another show for the rest of my Good life. Good for you. Hero. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. hero. So I guess, I guess, I guess Porter Potty is worse, but listen, it's not much worse. Right. It's not much worse. That's pretty bad. Cause those, those assholes will ruin your spirit. I, I agree. I have to agree with you and the listeners. I mean, a, this has to be one of the easiest million dollar ball of rattles. The the porta potty is filled with shit. I mean, there's yeah. shit in there. Your your yeah, food that's, is that gonna... hasn't been flushed. It's yes. just sitting there. You're... And like it says, like anyone who mistakenly has is chewing gum. Yes, in is, their is lives a, is a maniac. It's a, yeah, it's not good. Yes, you're 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 gonna you're there's festering. It's a oh. big tank of festering open latrine of festering and sometimes shit. You see, sometimes when when you're in a porta potty and you like look down and you see something that's not resembling anything yes. that should be in there no. and you're like what no. the fuck is I, that i never look down i do not i, I haven't been in one yeah. in a long time but i just yeah. i just definitely not definitely not well the one i went into last night didn't have oh my god you know they didn't have the urinal section how? What took them so long to come up with that urinal section? By yeah, the way, yeah, so much just pissing, looking down at some terrible things, uh, and he- uh, hearing noises, uh, hearing noises that you just don't want to hear. Uh, is that a is that a baby doll arm so, up there? So what is bad. what is, what is in there? So bad, so much that yeah. blue chemical. There's so uh, much so paper. Gross. I uh. cannot imagine getting pushed over. How bad that so was. So gross. Okay, Ed. This week. We have a different million-dollar baller rattle, and this one's okay. real simple. Okay. We talked earlier about the perfect weapon. Of course, we're talking about <laughs> American women's national soccer team goalie, Hope Solo. And it's, this one's real easy. For a million dollars, who would win in a fight between Hope Solo and the entire Canadian men's national soccer team? <laughs> <laughs> we will take your thoughts at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can reach out on Twitter, either at Brian Beckner or at Easy Ed Daily, or you can call us 949-464-TBLS. Reach out. Let us know what you think. It's Hope Solo on one. You got a million-dollar wager. All you got to do is pick one. It's either Hope Solo, and she's she's got a fight. She. Maybe, right. maybe she brings weapons. I feel like Hope Solo would bring like brass knuckles. Oh yeah, she could bring whatever she wants, and you have to think she's bringing shit. Yeah, she's bringing. You know what? I feel like she could improvise too. I feel like she could get like she'd quickly throw a couple cans of soda and a sock. Yeah, or she'd just grab like a nearby bicycle and just take the bicycle chain off yes. and start whipping them with it. Bike chain, bike sprocket. Uh, I mean, she knows what to do. She, we don't need to tell her. She's, she'll no. be armed. That's right. She knows way more about killing than we could possibly know. That's exactly right. And meanwhile, she's, she's getting in the ring versus the Canadian men's national soccer yeah. team. So some good athletes and plenty of them. It's the whole starting lineup. That's like 
but I don't, I don't but know they much also soccer. they're, like yeah, they're, they're a polite or 15 folk. guys yeah they're they're not they're not street farm boys you know a a gourd a gourd a gourd so, sorry but could you, could you uh could you throw the first punch i think eh? i think the fella over there with the with the bike chain i, th- I think she means business there gourd <laughs> i don't i feel like we probably should do something about that what do hey, you think she seems pretty fired up about how uh American bacon's better than this uh, Canadian bacon. <laughs> what do you, she doesn't. She doesn't like our round ham, Gordon. Our ham bacon. <laughs> what do you? Uh, what do you? What do you think we should do there? Eh? Hey, 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 Jose in the corner. We're not. We're not hiding. But we gotta. We gotta fight this man. She. She. Maybe we break a. Break one of these Labat Labats bottles. <laughs> Get it kind of sharp. Hey. hey. Could you, would you mind taking off your backpack that has the maple leaf on it, like every other Canadian? Eh? <laughs> okay, let us know what you think, guys. It is the Million Dollar Baller Rattle, Hope Solo, U.S. Nas- women's national soccer team goalie, the perfect weapon, Hope Solo versus the entire national men's national Canadian soccer team in a fight. <laughs> Who would win? Okay, Ed. I'm beat. It's just yeah, hard it's- work what we do here. Oh, some heavy lifting today. Yes, not easy. Okay. It's time for the portion of the program where we bring on our very own baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent. She's going to come on. She's going to talk about all the celebrity gossip, the news that the that that the National Enquirer, Radar Online, TMZ, all the kind of stuff that we don't necessarily know about, that we don't seek out, we bring it to you. So you don't have to look for that stuff. Uh, we're going to talk Bachelor, all that stuff. Game of Thrones ended. Finale of Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert. Who? Somebody emailed us a couple weeks ago that we were spoiling Game of Thrones and Mad Men for him. Hey, this is just what we're going to do. We're going to talk about it. We don't want to be late but to it's- the game. The thing is, it's not live. So you watch, you listen to the first half of the show, yes. and then when you're caught up with shit, then you get to this part. That's but like, exactly it's, right. This is not live. Pause you can it. Just stop it. That's why we pause it right that's now. That's why we put it at the end. All right. Joining us now, as always, is our very own baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey there, guys. Hey. I'm good. How are hey, you? Kate. We are great. We are we are excited to talk. Edwin and I were just sort of discussing Game of Thrones. Oh. Somebody spoiled it for him. FYI, Ed, Ed was yeah. out at a show That's last night, and somebody spoiled GOT for him. People can't keep their big mouths shut. That's right. We, let's get into that. But before we do, before we get into all of the pop culture stuff, we have a couple more emails that I thought we would read now. First, guys. Right now, I am standing in front of a brewery waiting for my friends to show up. There's this little kid, like six, in front of me, and this kid is being a shit. He's throwing rocks at lights, rocks at other rocks, just causing one hell of a ruckus. Dumb shit kid. This clown's parents are nowhere to be found. Am I in the wrong for doing absolutely nothing to stop this kid's reign of terror? I don't have kids specifically, so I don't have this responsibility. Please advise. That is from You're Zach smart. in Denver. Another excellent email from Zach in Denver. You guys want to weigh in? Yeah. Yeah, I, go ahead. I think uh, people, it's obviously very touchy disciplining other people's kids. So obviously you cannot touch these kids. No. But I I actually, I you see this where just absentee parents are just complete assholes and 
You want nothing. They they don't want to discipline their kids, and then you're left being around them. And so, like, if I'm in a store, if I'm in the playground, and some kid is just being an asshole, I like to say nasty things to them. Wow. I like to say like. I say stuff like nobody cares about you. Or, I'm with Ed. You <laughs> I do. Scare the shit I, I say, out of the kid. I go, you are terrible, and I want you to know that. And nobody is finding you funny right wow, now. Like, that's I, awesome. I, I love saying nasty things to little kids. Uh, that, wow. If they're if they're if they're nasty kids. <laughs> wow. But I, but yeah, I do that all the time. When there's when there's a kid not being parented and he wants to be an asshole, like you know, kid who knocked over my son. I'm not gonna like grab the kid, of but like not. I'll just say. You're a bad person, and <laughs> I, I ver- do not yeah. like you. You can, I say verbal- stuff like you that. can verbally discipline those kids. That's that. Yeah. That's your thought. You you if you, you're Zach in Denver, you say something. Yeah, tell that kid, kid to fuck quietly. off. Hey, kid, you should try eating those rocks. It's fun. <laughs> I can see you doing that. Um, I personally, I do nothing. I I just am thankful that that kid's not mine. I may shame the parents by being like, "Hey, whose kid is this? Is this where's who's right. the parents of this kid right here?" Because he's out of control. Amazing. Of this it's wild amazing animal. parents parents who don't want to be parents and just have kids. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like people that don't want to have pets and then don't deal with their animal. No. I don't want anyone to have pets. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Deal with deal with your own. And kids are the same as pets. You need to control them. Keep them on a leash if you have I, to. Yeah. I'd say w- once a week I get into the elevator in my building and somebody's dog is just jamming his nose right into my fucking balls. And it's like, oh, I he's just that. very enthusiastic. I, no. It's like, fuck off with you and your dog. I, I, don't, I don't want I don't, anything to do with I it. I don't mind dogs, but I don't want drool marks all over my khakis. Like, I don't want your animal in my personal space. Like, I know I probably smell real good down there. And I, I don't blame your dog <laughs> for getting in there and having a good sniff. But at the same time, like, I'm on my way to a very important meeting. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more email. Um, guys, I... Oh, wait. We have a couple more. Guys, I received a, a text today from a male adult, quote, friend who expressed disappointment over the fact that I did not attend his self-thrown 31st birthday party. Oh, no. You've covered a lot of shitty people over the months. Where does adult male who calls attention to his own birthday rank... <laughs> Also, what is the last birthday that is acceptable for a male to call attention to himself and or organize a party over under 24 and a half? I'm taking the under. Gracias. Juan Largo from H-Town. Current episode. Obvi. Uh, I mean, this is easy. When you're 10. Yeah, this is When you're 10. Yeah, like 10, you know, maybe 13. 11. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. I feel like it's different if you're a guy. Right. I think That's girls can get away with it for a lot longer. You can organize, you know, a birthday drinks get they, together. Yeah. At a well, bar. I, you can be like, hey, look, I'm going to have not, a few drinks for my birthday, but I don't know. But, but I, I don't have a problem with things being thrown. Like, I, I know you had, for your birthday, there was a get together sort of in your honor. Again. Like, that's, that's fine. I, I protested it vehemently. But I'm saying like that's that's fine. Like, parties. hey, like, but I'm saying if, if we're if it's just a couple of friends, like, let's get drinks or right, something. Like, right. that's different. No, like that's that's different. But but somebody who's who's like keeping track of attendance. Well, yeah, you can just fuck that up. Shaming people. You didn't make it to my thirty first. You haven't responded no, to my evite. Unbelievable. Dude. Okay, one more amigos. <laughs> Later, bloomer to the podcast. See, si, lo siento. Anyway, speaking of blood rushing to your member. Were we talking about that? Oh, we did. We did. We did discuss this last week. 
Have, oh my god! Shocking that you guys were talking about dong. Have you rubbed one out while at work? It's normal to have done it once in your life, right? In your office or the bathroom stall. Make me feel normal. Thanks, John of Fullerton. John, I'm not going to do that. Guys. I'm not going to make you feel normal guys. for this one. Um, anyway, just Ed, you're going to say no? I have a penis, no? so I'm not going to weigh in. I, I can't think of a less sexy place than an office. Kate, you? And, and, and an office, what, he's talking about in the men's room? Uh, well, Does somebody always drop a like, John, you don't need to jack off at work. That's actually you can, you can wait till you get home. Yeah, that's actually pretty good advice. I, you know, I read this for the show, and uh, I thought to myself, "Well, that's insane!" Like, I definitely have never ever done that. I would never do that. Like, who has done such a thing? And then I thought about it. I'm like, there's no way I've ever done that. Oh, no, you've done it. And then I realized that oh, I have, no. in fact, let it go. Oh, One t- I, no. You did a number three at work? I t- I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. I think I was a little hungover. I was unwell, I remember. I didn't feel my best. And I worked in a small office and with just a couple other guys and those two dudes bounced for a meeting and they were going to be gone like the whole afternoon. Like no one was coming back. And the, my office had like a loft area up top with like couches and I was the only what one there. Out in the open? Yeah, like up above. Like up above, not, not in full view of the office, but it was like, a, like you went up some stairs and around a corner and it was like a living room setup. They had like video games and... Guys are so gross. And uh, I remember I didn't feel that well. I went up there and had a little nap. And, you know, as a guy, you get bored, you start looking at things on the Internet. And sometimes if you're bored, you start looking at things where people are having intercourse with each other. Maybe they're doing it in space. Maybe they're doing it other places. <laughs> All I'm saying is I've definitely – it's not something I would ever make a habit of oh my or suggest. But I think that I, ha- I did, in fact – I, I lost self control at one point. Also, Ed, I can't believe I'm just hearing this story now. <laughs> well, I that is I crazy. I'd I blocked it the, out. The craziest I'm thing. I'm going to block that, it out now. The craziest thing that ever happened to me is I was in the men's room one time on, on a Wall Street trading floor men's room, and I f- saw a copy, like in one of the stalls, of High Times magazine. And I was. Tr- <laughs> I was you, don't, think, you don't jack off to that. No, but I'm saying, who, who reads that? What adult has read yeah, that magazine? True. Yes. That's like a kid's like, wow, this would be cool. It's, totally. it's, got, like, it's got centerfolds of plants in it. Yeah, it's a, and it's I a magazine like, about pot. I, 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 the rest of the day, I was just staring around the room like, who could have, who would have a subscription or who just bought a copy of High Times magazine? Where would you even I get that? I feel like High Times has a centerfold of like a sexy chick smoking yeah, like a take, blunt like or something. Like taking a bong hit, yeah. I don't know. Now, I, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't open it or now, anything. Ed, like, I did, I'm not even genuine. I'm not curious in any way about what's going on in High Times magazine. Ed, no, no one is. Ed, in the Wolf of Wall Street, Matt. Yeah, he says Matt, Jack, Jack off yeah, once a day. He, at yeah. least he says like three, maybe five times a day. He, I, apparently I, you I, did not trade for that guy. No, I, I saw that. Uh, I saw that an interview with the, the guy who McConaughey was playing. And they're like, how accurate is the movie? And he's like, uh, just about maybe 99% accurate. <laughs> so, like he was, he was not even slightly ashamed of that. Yeah. He, he was, he was the guy doing blow and martinis at lunch and, and jerking. Yeah. Brian emailed me a link to an article 
that claimed that ejaculating once a day lowered your chances of prostate cancer. Yeah, that's been a study. There's been a study. <laughs> really wanted me to in Switzerland, know that. <laughs> and it said very, very specifically that I need to ejaculate at least once a day. Or you could get cancer. Yeah, why are you trying to get in the way of science here, Kate? I'm not. <laughs> okay. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just I, trying to stay I, up on no, the studies. By, by no means I, am I anti-masturbation, of but not. at work, I, work. I, that... To me, I don't see how it's that's a little a sexy bit creepy. This is a, this is a loft. It had big, cushy chairs. You don't, also, you don't need to look at porn was, at work. It was very relaxing. I was very tired. The whole office loft was empty. with cushy chairs. Did you work in like a 1970s record this store? Is, no, this is like a creative situation. <laughs> Were you working for Did you Richard work in Branson single? in the there, 70s? There, was, was that the movie? There oh, was, no, Empire Records. Empire Records. There was like a little basketball hoop up there. It was like where we go. There was whiteboards. And we, it's where we go to... Think of creative things. It's like things. a pretend workplace. No, this is, this is a place I worked for a short time, probably because they found out I jerked off in the loft. Yeah, they had cameras. Okay, I'm just sorry. Webcam. I'm going to edit this out. Okay, wow. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What do we need to know about? Well, should we talk about Game of Thrones, big season finale? Yes, absolutely. Sure. So um, some big plot points in the finale. First of all, this is where this is where you're supposed to turn it off. If, yeah, if you're worried about spoilers. this is all the spoilers right now. Um, first of all, Jon Snow was stabbed for all intents and purposes. Seems dead. He that was a shocker was, to me. He was the worst. That was a shocker. Just, I felt like they were building that character. Oh, I still feel like they're building that character into something. I, despite, great. So despite, so mopey. He's so very mopey. mopey. Despite his, I don't mind his mopiness. He's very, very dreamy, Ed. He's pretty dreamy. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, wears, I get, he wears I get a lot why Kate is he trying uses, to make excuses for why he's so terrible. He uses <laughs> he uses tons and tons of moose. But yeah, a is, lot of moose. He's very dreamy. He's got a five o'clock shot, shadow. He kicks a lot of ass in battles. He's an ass kicker. Um, okay, Arya got some revenge finally. That was pretty on sweet. Trant, okay, the aftermath that, didn't go so well for her. I'm not sure what happens, but it wasn't looking good. What, I think she's blind. What the fuck was that? It went from a cool scene to being like, what, who? Wait, somebody died, but it wasn't that, and now all of a sudden her eyes are gone. Like, well, she what? got revenge on one oh, of the people on her right. list, she but she's blind? yeah, I think she's I know, blind. but I got that. I got that, but like, ah. That's I, I I that's why I'm, I only view this show as like kind of a C plus show for me yeah. because like I don't like the fantasy shit. All of a sudden, like the person who was killed like flipped into fantasy. somebody else, well, it, and then all of a sudden her eyes are gone. The Pretty whole much. thing's it's fantasy. So... There's fucking dragons. Then it. yeah, no, but I like the power struggle stuff. But like oh, the, the dragon part, I don't like. Yeah, like I don't. Daenerys, I don't like the White Walkers or zombies. Uh, Danny stuck out in the middle of nowhere we're with her like sulky teenage dragon dragon yeah some, who some won't natives take, some who, savages who won't take her home her. well she finds herself surrounded by a new colossus led by Carl Jocko who has ties to her late, late husband oh yeah I was gonna Carl say Drogo. yeah I, was I don't say, even I don't like even dude. understand what you're talking about she was like what? a tribe yeah, she she used to be called that a, guy. They call it a colossus that guy Kalasa. she used to be married to that's married to Lisa Bonet in real life Oh, the huge dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's so the, this is, he's got, this new guy those, finds her with his tribe. Exactly. He has ties to her late husband and they're the same. Yeah, that, her, right. that dragon's such a bitch. Type like, of people. It's, I'm just going to lay here in my bones. I fucking hate that like, dragon. Give me a fucking ride home, dick. Totally. You're, you're, I'm your mother. Um, then Sansa and Theon jumped off 
hand in hand jumped off the building to escape Ramsey. Now what? Yeah, were they jumping into water? Well, we don't know no. what broke their fall, but soft I don't think snow? they're. I don't think they're was dead. It, was the at snow all. piled up? Like maybe it wasn't it could a suicide jump. They were trying to escape. I mean, that was a pretty far jump. That was um, that was pretty sweet watching the the girl fall. Yeah, that was. Pretty, yeah, I was hoping that was for satisfying. That. I was hoping it was a nice for that. crunch at the end. Yeah, I like that. We saw Brienne of Tar swing her sword at Stannis, but we didn't see proof on the screen he was actually killed. Although I assume he is. Yeah, he, well, she he killed him. And he, they, she doesn't. She doesn't play around. And he was about to bleed out from an an artery in the back of his leg. Anyway. Um, what else? Uh, Marcella is poisoned as she leaves Dorne What's, with her dad. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we supposed to care about her? I don't like, know. I didn't I, really I, I, understand. I've only just been I'm introduced just going to her. through, like, everyone yeah. died. Yes. Right. Um, Cersei didn't die either. She was let, let out of prison after confessing, sort of. Yes. Can, uh, when Has we her know. hair chopped off and is forced to walk na- a naked walk of shame through town. And them titties. They, that so was some apparently the 41-year-old actress, great body. Lena Headey, announced um, that she used a body double. And she's expecting her second child earlier this year and was perhaps um, pregnant during the filming of the episode. That's, so she had a body That's a bummer. But I will say, thumbs up to the CGI because Great I didn't job. know that. Great job. And the previous week's CGI was horrendous because the whole like flying away on dragon scene looked like fucking never-ending story. It was horrible looking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Listen to Siskel this, over here. The CGI was way yeah, better this week. I, I really thought I that was. Really I mean, there's a lot. The there's CGI a lot of CGI show. in that show, and it does get kind of muddled at some points with all the CGI. So Cersei makes a backup to the castle, mm-hmm, with those and big is greeted by the yeah. Mountain, who's been resurrected. Yeah, who's the Mountain? He's that huge guy in the armor, mm-hmm. suit was, of armor. That was was he the guy who died the, in battle? He was like the hugest guy oh. that was was killed. Yeah, no, he I got say, he got I, killed. Real trouble. Keeping track he of got the show. killed by Oberyn like when Oberyn was the um, was the proxy for Tyrion in right. that oh, one wait, fight. How is he? How did he come back to life? Uh, that, He's been resurrected by that um, one like I mad scientist. Guy, guy. I forget the guy's name. Yeah, I don't know anybody I, on the show. I, He's going to really, help Cersei exact her revenge, that's, though. Yeah. that's what that's I think all about. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to stop watching. I just I can't I can't deal with you, all the fantasy. You're not it's too much. It's just not. Lastly, there's a lot of speculation about who is going to be Azor Ahai now that Stannis is dead What's or looks mean? to be dead. What, is that, what does that mean? He's like, you know, the, the prophet, mm, for mm-hmm. lack of a better. Yeah, because now we're, we're seriously... Wait, oh, the, chick, the chick that told him to burn his daughter. So the most is popular that... theory, yeah, is that Melisandre, has, who's returned to the Wall... That red broad. Yeah, she, she left Stannis mm-hmm. for dead, and she's returned to the Wall. The most popular theory is that she is going to... Um, resurrect Jon Snow. Right. Well, here's the thing. Oh, she, does she have magical he, powers? Yes, yes, she does. And that he and she, her magical powers are running extremely hot now that she has the blood mm-hmm. of Stannis's. She was very hot for Jon Snow earlier in the season. And um, gotta, despite I, all that moose, yeah. I gotta say, I, just talking about, it, I think I hate this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, you're starting <laughs> yeah, to make me hate terrible. it as well. It's a bad show. Um, here's a problem. The, the, those titties weren't bad. Those though. are great titties. The oh, the. Yeah. The show was lacking from villains at the beginning of the season. Now it's lacking in heroes. They've just killed everybody. Yeah. That's my they problem with a lot of shows. Anybody. You've still got um, Tyrion. You've still got Daenerys. You've still got Cersei. Mm, you've still got... She's not a hero. She's a villain. I think that... Cal- John's, Cal- yeah, yeah I, I'm cheering for Cersei. She's a villain, Cersei, yeah. but she's been humiliated yeah, yeah, and starved yeah. and wronged. And yeah. I those want CG, her to get revenge over titties. those... Over yeah. those. yeah. 
Those titties went a long way for me as well, Ed. Like I was, they were were goodwill. I was really feeling that body hers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some celeb. Okay. What is going on in the world? I I should. I should say that as we record, we're recording a night earlier than we normally do. So no bachelor. I can't fill you guys in on the bachelor, but I will post my recap. Yeah. Look for the recap on the website because the bachelor has not aired as of the time of this recording. I know. People, especially, How many people are left? Like 10? Especially Ed Daly are no, very a few, disappointed. Few more. Um, so yeah, we will have to catch you up via the website, theballlifestyle.com. Exactly All right, so um, where are we? Okay, Full House actor John Stamos was arrested last night on suspicion of a DUI in Beverly Hills. Um, around 7.45 yesterday, Beverly Hills police responded to many calls of a possible drunk driver and pulled over Stamos around the intersection of... South Santa Monica and Cannon Drive, which is an intersection in Beverly Hills. He, he was taken to the hospital, um, and it seemed like maybe it was a medical issue, but later it was determined that he was just really, really drunk. Yeah, he was. He was is, it, is it standard procedure, or it's like he was just that house? Yeah, yeah that's, that that's what they said. That the they, actor they had was cited for ambulance. a DUI and released into the care that of sound, a hospital. That sounds like some, some narcotics were involved. I think he's been drinking on pills. Yeah, that's, that's what that, that, that like. would That would be my guess, because usually you get really fucked up like that, and you just pass out. You, you need some narcotics to help you keep it going and to, 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 to get in that kind of trouble. Is this the first bad thing that's ever happened to him? Um, I guess, no, but there you ever know been? what? He, he do you remember when he like went? He went life. down to Australia on oh, a yeah. press tour, and yeah. he was on an early morning show, yeah, and he yeah. seemed completely out of Ambien. it. He, he said Ambien. He yeah. said Ambien. Ambien will do that. That that that's that's plausible. I did. Yeah. I did have a bad Ambien experience one time where. I took the Ambien and then the red eye, there was a mechanical failure Ooh. and they're like, all right, you got to go back into the airport. Oh. And I was just, Mr. I was Mr. Ambien a, window. Yeah. And then I just wandered around the airport like a zombie. Who knows what you did, oh, Ed? Yeah, Ed, you might've done. Some... Well, no, I, I wasn't, to- I don't think I was totally out of mm-hmm. it. Although maybe I killed a homo. Who knows? You never know. Um, yeah, yeah this, I'm, I'm just shocked that John Stamos had time to take away from, literally drowning himself in pussy <laughs> to get yeah, drunk and drive a car. He's still pretty good looking. Yeah, he he's, looks good. He's very he's good aged, looking. He's aging really well. Yeah. All right, next story. Tom Cruise, who is an operating Thetan level seven, as we know. Duh. Performs some of his own stunts when filming Mission Impossible movies and never lets anyone hear the end of it. Although this one sounds impressive, Cruz recently revealed to USA Today that he held his breath for over six minutes while filming an underwater scene for the upcoming Mission Impossible 15 or whatever it is now. (laughs) Yeah, I held my breath for six minutes. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Hey, what's up? How you doing? In Scientology, (laughs) operating Thetan is knowing and willing, sorry, is knowing and willing cause over life, thought, matter, energy, space, and time. (laughs) Ha ha. LRH. So, Salute. Is that how he's LRH this? over there? Is, is the takeaway Operating that feet. Scientology works? Because six and a half minutes underwater is a long time. It's a pretty long time. Like he, he could be like, one of those true? deep divers. I no, know. I doubt it. I, I mean, Ed, your thoughts? As, well, Tom, Tom is uh, what we would call a, a gentleman of the peers. P I E R S, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's firm built. Yeah. Built on an uncertain foundation. Sleeps diagonally. A night botanist. Yeah, a skillful mountain climber. (laughs) Well, good for him. (laughs) Yeah, I can hold my breath. Six minutes. He he, he hitchhikes instead of taking the bus. He's very positive. 
Like, yes. it's, uh, yeah. that Scientology has had a good Positive effect on him. Bias. He's very successful and very. You're so, you're so smug, Matt. You're so smug. Oh, oh. Don't be so glib. Don't, don't be so, don't be so glib. What if I told you yes. I could hold my breath for six minutes? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Woo! Six and a half minutes. Yeah, six and a half. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like just exploding with laughter. <laughs> and so I told I told Brooke Shields, how dare you have postpartum depression? <laughs> you don't know the history I, of psychology. I, mean, I do. Listen, you're so glib. You're so glib. Uh, stop. Uh, well, good for Tom Cruise. He's a successful guy. I'm happy you're making for him. me cry. Um, okay. Um, what do we have? So Saved by the Bell star Lark Voorhees troubles Ugh. just seem what to get worse. What is going on with this? Well, I, she may or may not be bipolar. Remember when her mom was like, she's bipolar? No, I don't. I, this, is, this is the first Lark Voorhees her, news I think I've, has ever mom, reached my ears. Her mom, Patricia, has filed a restraining order against the man the former Saved by the Bell star wed on April 30th. Ed, do you know who my, we're talking about? My birthday. Lisa Turtle. Yeah, I used to masturbate to yeah. her. <laughs> um, so she, wed, she met this guy on Facebook... And shortly after... Red flag. Sh- very shortly after... How do you meet someone went on Facebook? To, went to Vegas and married him. Um, Why so not? So her mom claimed that Jimmy Green is a member of the um, gang, the Bloods. Oh, my God. And oh. has been living under her roof and has threatened her. Lark's mom claims that after Lark and Jimmy wed, he was supposed to leave her house in Pasadena and take a bus back to his own place. A bus? But that wasn't the case. Can't she give him a ride? Patricia kept finding Jimmy yeah. sleeping in all sorts of places around the house, Wait, Lark, even a closet. Lark Voorhees? Lisa Turtle lives with her mom? Sounds like it. With the, <laughs> Hang on a second. Doesn't she have that, are, those are, residuals? Are you implying we can't trust a member of the Bloods? I mean, does Dustin <laughs> Diamond have residuals? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think really, what she's supposed really to do... to me. And yeah, what yes. she's supposed to do is call a member of the Crips to get him out of there. No, that's what he is. Right. If you that's got a blood, you, you get a Crip. Right. Yes. Listen, she should... you got to meet that negative with a positive. That's right. You get the you get the Crip in there. You got, you got one eye on. You need the apparently, opposite eye on. Apparently, exactly. When, this is science. Yes. Apparently, this when good Jimmy science. Green and Lark's Wait, he's mom a, fight, he throws tons of gang signs at he's her. Bl- he's a blood, and he's called <laughs> Jimmy Green. Wait, what kind of gangster? He's throwing gang signs at the mom. Yeah. <laughs> Blood till I die. She's he like, wait, I was just cooking order, eggs. So he can't come in 100 <laughs> feet of her house. Um, Jimmy, I'm just trying to do my knitting here. Can you can you stop with the gang signs? I don't even Listen, understand them. I'm 60. She found him sleeping in a For the closet. love of God, can you separate like, the whites with the colors, Jimmy? He was like, you motherfucker, you fucking woke me up. What the fuck? And threw some gang oh, signs Oh, he sounds like her. a jerk. Now, do you think he? Closet. Do you think he friended her on Facebook because they were both named Lark Voorhees? <laughs> like, like Ed Daly gets friended by other Ed Daly. Yeah, that's right. I, oh, oh, Jimmy Green. My bad. Try to keep up. Okay, Kate. What, what's the next? There's story? a good. There's a good song called Lark on my go go kart about Lark Voorhees. Oh wow! Good one. I have one Asher, more. Ash, Asher Roth rap song. Oh. It's a good one. I have one more story. Let's hear it. It's just an update. It's a celebrity baby names update. Oh, I was excited about this. Prolific woman beater, actor Terrence Howard, revealed on Monday that he and his model wife, Miranda, welcomed a son into the world four weeks ago, and they named him Kieran, Q-I-R-I-N, love. Kieran Love. It's a, it's a boy. I think think we should use more Q's in this world. (laughs) He also has a daughter named Heaven. Q-I-R-I-N. Q. 
pure in love. That's similar to isn't the Quran spelled sort of like yes, that? Yes, sort of. It is Q U R A N. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Switch out a couple of vowels. Wow. Well, that, that's I up hate there. Terrence Howard. That's he up there. Stupid name yeah. for his kid. Yes. Q I R I N. Suck a dick, Terrence Howard. Fair enough. What else, Kate? That's it. All right. Excellent job. Did you need more? I felt like All, that was... No, you loaded us up. I'm pretty... sorry that we couldn't discuss discuss The Bachelor. I'm sorry. I'm very upset. Nope. I'm excited Nobody's to watch it. Nobody's as broken soon. as up. Uh, that's me. Yeah. Nobody's as broken as Ed, I know. I know you're fired up to talk Bachelor as well. Look look for a column, a recap column on the website, theballerlifestyle.com, to get all your Bachelor news. And we'll definitely that's be right. back with more Bachelor next week. Until then, for... Ed Daly. For Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Catch you later.